love and light to you all. Welcome to Luna Light Psychic Radio. Join me as I share my journey from Spanish teacher to TV psychic and spiritual coach. So following on from yesterday where I was explaining how I went from being a Spanish teacher to a telephone psychic, today I'm going to share with you how I went from telephone psychic to TV psychic. So I uh, got my job as a telephone psychic and the first thing I had to do was to choose a name for myself. So I decided to keep a little bit of my Spanish background and I chose the name Luna, which uh, means moon in Spanish, which I thought was uh, quite apt for for what I was doing, given that, you know, um, the moon in astrology is, is a big part of the psychic world. And um, I had to write a profile. So I wrote my profile, uh, which was accepted. And then I was given um, some login details and I was good to go. So I, um, a little bit of nervousness, I began logging in for the first time. And uh, the first reading I had was, uh, it was a question about love. And uh, I I began with my cards. Uh, By this point, I had bought myself a deck of cards. And I uh, began giving the reading. And uh, very quickly, the caller asked me, um, did I just read the cards or uh, was I going to use my psychic ability? So I thought, oh, oh, here we go. There, This is it. You're up, girl. So I started to um, share with her just kind of what was coming to me naturally, what my intuition was telling me. And uh, then the um, words and things were you know, beginning to, to come to me as well as feelings. And so this is where I began to understand that, you know, maybe I did have a little bit of this uh, psychic ability. And I began to share that. And it kind of just went from there. I logged on more, I got more testimonials, um, they were positive, I could uh, really sense that my, um, my psychic ability was beginning to develop. So I was really, you know, very pleased with what I'd chosen, and things were going very well. After a period of time, I decided that I was ready for a bit of a change and I changed to a different company. And this company was much busier. In fact, the calls were back to back. And um, this was this was great. It was very, very exhausting, though. And um, a lot of the, the calls were um, about love and relationships. Um, I would say probably about mm, 80% of the calls were about love and relationships. So I was becoming very, very good at giving these types of readings. Other types of readings that people would ask for would be around careers. Um, Sometimes it was about neighbours, house moves, family matters. Um, And sometimes people just wanted what they call a general reading. Um, So I was, you know, becoming very good at all these different types of readings. Um, What I began to discover after a period of time was that um, a lot of people were just... They were they were asking the questions and you were giving them the, you know, the answers to the questions that they were asking. But I felt that there was there was more to it than that. And I wasn't really using um, my coaching ability in any way. And that began to, um, I kind of felt a little bit undervalued and that I had more to offer than I was actually giving. Um, all I was really doing was um, giving people answers to the questions that it wasn't helping them move forward. And I could see a lot of times that people were stuck in a lot of situations. Um, and and after, after a couple of years, I, I began to get bored 
And, you know, things were very, very repetitive. And I had established a, a lot of regular callers, which was wonderful. Um, but even with the, the clients themselves, I was beginning to get a little bit uh, frustrated, even exasperated in some ways, because it was the same question over and over again. And I remember this one particular caller I had, um, a wonderful woman, but she, um, her, her kind of, uh, relentless and endless questions um, every every week really for well over an hour a week were uh, about what does so-and-so think in relation to me and what does so-and-so think about this and what does so-and-so think about that and I really began to feel that I was not really being challenged I wasn't being pushed I wasn't learning anymore um, and I, I just began to think to myself this is this is really not what I'm about I am um, able to do far more than I'm doing and this is really just a means to an end this is just paying bills this is just a job and I really wanted um, a career. And this was a really, this was a career move for me. It wasn't, it wasn't designed just to be a job that paid the bills. So I was very much in the space of thinking that there had to be um, more to it than what I had found so far. So I went back to the internet and I began searching and uh, doing a lot of research. And I uh, came across a, a website that talked about um, a career psychic. And I thought, aha, that is really what I'm after. I want this to be a career, not just a means to an end. So I um, thought, let's just go for it. And I applied. And um, one of the things that they asked on the application form was, did you have any uh, coaching qualifications or counselling qualifications? And I thought, right, here we go. This is a step ahead. This is a step above what I've been asked for before. I've only ever been asked about my ability to read the cards. This is really um, asking about what other skills I have. So I um, uh, found my uh, qualification, my certificate, and I scanned it and I uploaded it as part of my application. And I sent off my application and then um out of the blue on my birthday actually when I had a couple of friends around and we were having some lovely uh French martini cocktails um the the, the phone started ringing and I was like hmm I wonder why the phone is ringing because it was the the landline and nobody really ran the landline anyway I answered it and um, there was this gentleman and he introduced himself and he, he told me the company he was from and he said he wanted to do a test reading with me. And I thought, oh, this is fantastic, but I've had quite a few French martinis and I'm not going to do myself justice if I do the reading now. So I just simply explained that to him and he was so embarrassed. He said, oh, I can't believe I phoned you on your birthday. And I said, no, it's absolutely fine, but it's just not the right time to give you a reading. So we arranged another time and it was like for the next day. So I uh, I was really nervous. I prepared all afternoon. I was um, frantically reading my um, my book that gives you um, more um, background on the cards. I did lots of practice um, spreads and um, I was really thinking, right, this is it. You know, it's it's this is your your time to shine and um, just just don't allow the nerves to, to you know get in the way and just go for it. So I um, I did and I did my test reading and he said afterwards he gave me some um, like confirmation about some of the things that I had said, gave me some background to his life and he was very pleased with what I said and he said that he would recommend that I would get the job. And then 
Uh, so I was like, okay, that's great, but that's not, I haven't got it in black and white yet. So let's just wait till I have it through. Let's not count my chickens yet. So a couple of days later, I got the um, confirmation by email that I had um, got the job. And I was like, oh my goodness me, I am now going to be a TV psychic. I had been watching the show and I had been, you know, um, observing all the um, psychics um, that were on the show. And um, I then became absolutely full of self-doubt. I was lacking courage. I was lacking self-belief. And I was thinking, I, I really don't know if I can actually do this. Am I going to be good enough? I started comparing myself to all these other psychics um, because one of the things they do is they do little mini readings on the show. So um, people send through questions um, and then you're live because all of it's done live. So there's no takes. There's no, um, you know, let's, uh, you know, do it again. That was a rubbish answer. I'm going to do it again. Everything is live. So you have one chance. So I was watching all of this. And I was thinking, oh, crikey, I don't know if I'm going to be good enough for this. I don't know if this is going to be the right thing for me. But, you know, I've got this far, so I'm going to give it a go. So I um, did the same thing again, you know, gave them my name and um, got my profile written and um, I logged on for the first time. And um, it was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. It was a completely different um, clientele. Um, they were... I, 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 they were more open. They were more spiritually open, I think is probably the best way to describe it. And they were more um, kind of quite grounded on the whole. I found them to be quite a grounded group of people that were um, coming to me and asking for readings. And, you know, the same thing happened again. I started getting the positive testimonials and I was like, OK, you are on the right track, girl. And then they, um, the company, they got in touch with me and they said, oh, we would um, really like to um, give you the opportunity to go live on the show. And I was like, okay, fantastic. So then I started doing a little bit of web hosting where I was like taking over for um, like five to 10 minutes at a time from the studio. Um, I was doing that at home. It's called web hosting. So I was just um, connected through to them and I would take over the show and it's all live. So, you know, don't don't fall over your words. And um, you did a bit of presenting and also, um, yeah, you did all these little mini readings on screen. So that was really great. And I was really enjoying it. And um, then I was asked if I would do some blog posts about different topics. So I started writing some blog posts. I've done a, a blog post on um, the law of attraction because I was able to use the law of attraction lots and lots. I did a um, blog post on neuro-linguistic programming on my NLP. And I was really beginning to have an absolute ball with the whole thing. And then I was asked if I would um, travel um, south to the studio and um, be one of the uh, studio psychics for uh, for a night so I did that I actually did two nights and that was fantastic so I was like presenting the show all by myself while other um, psychics and um, the presenter were having a break and it was just me and then I was being interviewed and asked uh, my thoughts on various um, subjects you know um, love and relationships and moving yourself forward when you're stuck all sorts of different questions and and I was having an absolutely amazing time. 
And that is um, how I've, I've continued. I'm still doing that. I am still a TV psychic. Um, I'm on one of the Sky channels and we also um, uh, broadcast on social media and it's all live. So it's um, it's it's very fast and um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and I'm really, really enjoying it. But I, you know, began to, over the, the course of the months, I began to realise how much I was developing. Um, I was developing my intuition I was developing my um my psychic ability and I was really um I feel like I felt so much like I was making a career of it because I was doing different things I wasn't just stuck on the phone like doing reading after reading after reading after reading and I was you know there was variety and there was um a lot of flexibility I was doing blog posts I was doing mini little videos I was asked if I would start doing Facebook lives um which was completely different um for the Facebook live you do an hour all by yourself, you completely host it all on your own. And um, you have um, the audience who send you through questions and you do little mini readings. And um, have just continued to have an absolutely wonderful time doing it. I've raised my own vibration of energy, um, which is wonderful. My own self-value, my self-worth, my self-esteem and my confidence have grown massively. Um, And now, I'm really proud to talk about what I'm doing to people. Um, whereas before, when I was um, just working on the phone lines, I, I wasn't really very confident to tell people what I was doing. I felt like there was um, maybe a little bit of stigma around saying that you were a uh, psychic, that people would be like, you know, what do you know? And, um, oh, um, how did you not know that was going to happen? You know, there's quite a lot of um, sort of stereotypical jokes that, that people um, pull out of the hat when you, you say that kind of thing. So I had really stayed away from telling a lot of people what I was doing. And now it's not like that at all. Now I stand loud and I stand proud and I'm having a wonderful time. And I'm very happy to speak to anybody about um, what I'm doing when I'm asked. So um, the the journey from telephone psychic to TV psychic, um, it's probably been quite a lengthy one. I'd say it's probably taken me about... um, five years in total to get um, to the the different stages, but it's been well worth it and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to my podcast today and tomorrow I am going to share with you how I have gone from TV psychic to having my own spiritual coaching practice. Love and light to you all. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,